Hey, Naperville, one of the big questions on every home buyer's mind is how much do I need to put down when I'm purchasing a house? Whether you're a first time home buyer or maybe this is your second or third purchase, that question comes up a lot and they want to know how does it affect my payment? How does it affect, affect PMI? Well, Todd and I are going to answer all those questions and more up next on this week's edition of the Naperville Real Estate Weekly Market Update. Owning a home in Naperville is about living a great life today and investing in a secure tomorrow. On this show, we're going to give you the tools to do both. Welcome to the Naperville Real Estate Weekly Market Update. What's going on, Naperville? I'm Chris Grano with Keller Williams, and alongside me is my co-host, Todd Gosden with Compass Mortgage. Todd, happy Memorial Day post-week here. How was your weekend? Jeez, is that a new holiday post-week? I like post that. Post-week, yeah. You know, I mean... You might as well, right? You know, I remember, I remember back in the day when I when I worked at nine to five, and uh, you know, you pretty much took that long holiday weekend with you into the week anyway, right? So, well, it's like, yeah. listen, we're six months from Christmas and winter again, so let's enjoy it where we can. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But I, uh, I, we we talked a little bit offline. I had a fun uh, fun weekend, a little bit of time with with some friends. My, uh, I was. With friends while some of my family was with other families so we were a little bit split but still got to experience some relaxation for the first time in a long time <laughs> so uh i'm not complaining but what i what i was curious to see was how the holiday weekend was going to affect our local real estate market because yeah you know it typically does have a little bit of effect but this has been such a strange winter and spring because of the way that you know we've just been rolling downhill constantly since the end of last summer and i was curious to see if we were going to see a little bit of a leveling out and we did and so we'll talk about that a little bit but uh as i teased in the beginning of the show we're going to talk today a little bit about down payments and i know this is something you have conversations with home buyers about every single day yes indeed and it's complex and so we're going to touch on a few things you're going to give us some uh some context and then uh, maybe next week we can come back with with a few actual real world number examples sure. to give people a better idea. That'd be great. Awesome. All right. So let's take a look at the numbers real quick. And, and uh, what I'm talking about in this little leveling out is going to be in this week's activity. You're going to see that. So when we look at activity in Naperville real estate, last week we had 127 new listings. Now we didn't have many less new listings this week. So homeowners still put their homes on the, on the market. So we had 122 new listings, still you know good momentum there. <laughs> What we did finally see for the first time in months was a little bit of a break in the buyer activity. And so we went from an average of around 100 homes under contract, you know, 112 last week under contract to only 81 homes under contract this week. So that was actually almost a 30% decrease week over week. And I mean, it's pretty simple, I think, Todd, right? People finally said, let's get out there and enjoy the holiday weekend. The weather was was gorgeous. And, um, you know, I think our world is finally opening up a little bit. Correct. Yeah, there's no question. I think people were ready to get out and spend some outdoor times, have some nice weather. The weather was beautiful, but everybody just the freedom. A year ago, there was not a whole lot of freedom going on and the streets were pretty bare at that point in time. So uh, it's nice to see everybody out socializing again, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, that felt good. I was, I was at a couple of gatherings this weekend, you know, and uh, boy, it feels good for things to get back to normal. So, you know, that's actually good news for folks who are out there shopping because, you know, with a little bit of slowdown, if you were looking this weekend, you might have had a little bit less competition uh, with other buyers. So good for you guys if you scoop something up. 
we will see how long that trend continues and if, <laughs> if we rebound pretty quickly here coming into this next weekend. So we'll, we'll have an update on that for you next week. When it comes to the pace of sales, so the inventory, believe it or not, that's actually down across the board. So even though we saw less homes go under contract this week than the previous week, we have gone down in our pace of sale in every single price bracket that we look at under 500, 500 to 750, 750 to a million and then a million plus. And for the first time all year, that 500 to 750 is under two months of inventory. So that still suggests a really strong seller's market. So again, for those of you who have maybe just been waiting for COVID <laughs> restrictions to relax or whatever, it's still a great time to sell. So don't be afraid, you know, talk to, uh, to whoever you need to, to get things moving and and let's have a conversation on, on what your home might be worth in this in this hot market. So Todd, let's talk then about our topic for this week, which is how much do I put down when I'm buying a house? And I'll just, I'll just address, and I'm sure you have this conversation with buyers every day, but I think the biggest myth, and a lot of our folks who are homeowners now, they, they probably know this, right? They've been through this once before, but for the first time home buyers, they may have been heard or been told by their family or friends, or TV shows or whatever, well, gosh, I've got to put 20% down, you know, or I've got to put 10 or 15% down. And, and man, there's just not an opportunity for me until I've saved up 20, 30, 40, 50, $60,000. And I'm just going to dispel that myth right away. And that's, that's just not true, right? No, not at all. I mean, think about this. I mean, when you're, when you're looking to buy a house, there are so many circumstances Chris, that come into play. It, it, it always is interesting is that no one person is equal to someone else. Whether it's credit score, whether it's assets, whether it's debt to income, whether it's this, whether it's that, there's 18 different factors that can typically go into purchasing a home. And people don't realize that interest rates could be different from a condo to a townhouse to a single family home. There's so many differences that go into it. There is no one person that fits into a perfect mold. Everybody has their own mold. And then when you start thinking about things like, okay, well, happen, I want to buy and then I want to renovate. Well, okay, this is where you come into play then, Chris, is oh, how much are we going to have to put down for you to actually win? Number one, in a market where there's 10, 12, 13, 15 offers, that's a, a big question mark. But then the other question mark is maybe you do put down less so you have the dollars to do your renovation or DIY projects. So there's another side of it. But this is a market where I have never seen anything like this because there is nothing been more important than the partnerships that you align yourself with and the relationship between two people like you and I to be to come together and collaborate of how to get them the right information to get them into the house they want. So they're not trying this 10 or 12 times. Yeah, that's a great point. And those conversations cannot be you, I can't, you know, overemphasize how important those early conversations are right because you know i can tell you i've 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 gotten down the line with buyers before and and thought i dug you know deep enough on some of those conversations and then it'll come out later well you know we have access to this or we have this and i'm like wow that that completely changes the game for you so you know we it's important to have those conversations early on with someone like yourself with someone like me so they can really flesh out what are all your options because you're right depending on what you're trying to do there may be a myriad of options for you for some you know we are going to have those home buyers who are going to 
in some situations, they may be putting down the absolute minimum that they can for financing. And then there might be other situations where, like you said, you know, we may be say, hey, you know, why don't you put down a little bit more here? I know you I know you don't want to, but it's going to benefit you because of whatever reason. Right. Well, and just that. But then even the wisdom of being able to share with somebody saying, hey, I think if I buy a townhome, I'm actually going to be able to afford that a little bit easier. But most people forget that you may have to three to five hundred dollars a month in association dues that take you into a place where you might as well buy a single family home. Right. You know, so those are even considerations. So there's a thousand things out there that people don't realize that you and I may be able and others like us bring to the table to help people in their decision making as we walk walk alongside them in the journey to buying this house. Because there's never been a time where logical thinking and really planning make more sense than it is today. Oh, 100 percent. And because and you and you said you mentioned earlier, the market right now dictates something maybe different than a market a couple of years ago did. And you're absolutely right when you say that right now, one of the ways of winning in a competitive market is that financing has to be strong, you know, typically has to be strong. Now, don't get me wrong. I've won multiple offer scenarios for folks who are FHA three and a half percent down or folks who are, you know, conventional 5% down. However, uh, stronger financing in lots of different ways, whether that be through your down payment, through your, through your reserves, and certainly through yeah. the, the through certainly through the mortgage lender that you're using, because that relationship can tip the scales big time. You know, when it's someone like yourself that I can say, hey, listen, I you know, as an agent, I can represent. Hey, I have this relationship with this lender. You know, they've done the due diligence. They're excellent communicators. They're going to show up when need be. They're going to be available versus hey, somebody got a quote online from a company out in California and they don't know anything about anything, you know, um, those are big considerations as well. Well, absolutely. And and I think the consideration of anything that's possible that's going to promote a success for the client is super important right now. And I think that everybody has lots of questions and there's only so much you can get on the internet versus working with someone who's actually going to give you situational solutions, right? Because everything right now is very solution-based oriented. We have to come up with solutions that are going to allow you to buy without selling your house or selling your house and then buy, or how do we find rental space for you until your house does sell? You know, all these things come into play and it's a very big part of of the experience and the journey that you're going to go on. But the, the people that you're with are going to make it better. And here's even another little thing, just the smallest little things matter. And I think that you would agree with this is that more times than not, I end up calling the listing agent just to validate the, the the strength of the person who's buying the home so they know with confidence, if they choose to make that choice for that contract, they know that, hey, I have talked to someone who has added some concrete evidence that demonstrates to me that this is a possibility. Oh, yes, and I can tell you, and I mean, I've appreciated that from you when representing my buyers. And then I can tell you as a listing agent, I do the same thing as I if I haven't heard from a lender, I will call them and find those things out. And when I can have a lender that tells me, hey, listen, I've done three transactions before with Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, you know, and they're they're solid people. And, you know, and, and even just those intangibles like, hey, you know, our kids play soccer together. They're real people, you know, um, that goes a long way. Um, I did want to touch on too, and, and I think what we'll do is we'll give Todd some homework this week, and he'll come back. Maybe you <laughs> can cut Todd and come back with some some. I want to I want to run some numbers and maybe just a couple of hypothetical scenarios. But I'll just touch on some things without 
without specifics for right now. And that's conversations I've had with buyers where I, I have some buyers that will say, hey, Chris, you know, um, we we really, really, really want to put 20% down. And I'll say, okay, is that, why is that? Of course, the answer in that scenario typically is, well, we don't want to pay PMI, private mortgage insurance. And I'll say, okay, well, you know, and then we'll talk with the lender, right? And we'll say, okay, here's the limits. And I'll say, but take a look at what it would be like if you put 15% down. Yeah. How does that change your monthly payment? How does that change what you can afford on the purchase price? And a lot of times people are surprised, you know, because they think, you know, PMI is thousands and thousands of dollars. And you'll give us maybe some examples of what it might be depending sure. on scenarios. But I can tell you just from experience, I'm sure you can as well. Again, the difference between PMI at 5% down payment versus PMI at 15 or 16 or 17% down payment is not only a big difference in the actual cost, yeah. but then, but then of course, you're so close to then at that point, 20% equity, that the length of time you have PMI is gonna be much shorter. Great. But fair yep. to say. Very fair to say. I mean, yeah. again, that's the great people thing that interesting that people don't realize is that a mortgage is customized to their need. Not only can we adjust the percentage, but people don't realize that you can choose the term. You don't have right. to choose a 30 term. You can do 26 years, 23 years, 21 years, 18 years. It doesn't matter. So the reality is, is there's so much customization to this that no one has ever heard of or told that we completely make it to the comfort of that person and what their need is. To, so they are paying the least amount of interest by the time it's all said and done. That's another another great point. You talk about the term. And I think, I think what I see a lot of times happen, one of the biggest mistakes I see buyers make is they spend not nearly enough time exploring their, their options with the lender, as you're talking about. What does it look like if I do this term with this percent yep. down? What if, I, what if I go longer term, shorter term, more down, less down? And totally. there's so, so many different options. And, you know, and we spend so much time sitting there on our phone looking at houses, right? And that's an important part of it too. But oh boy, if you don't really understand your lending options, you could be you could be potentially costing yourself thousands and thousands of dollars. Absolutely. Absolutely. So well, I'm looking forward to I think what we'll do is I'll catch up with Utah this week. We'll uh, hold ourselves accountable here to our viewers and listeners. We'll come up with just a couple of concrete, you know, scenarios to show folks maybe some of the dollar for dollar differences in these things that we're talking about. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll report back. I can't wait. It's going to be a great one. That's for sure. Excellent. Well, hey, Todd, you have a wonderful rest of your, uh, you your week here. And everybody out there, make sure you continue to follow us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Chris Grano, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those good places. Once again, if you have questions about these things, get in touch with Todd or myself. All of our contact information, as always, is in the show notes. And we will see you all next week on the Naperville Real Estate Weekly Market Update. Bye, everybody.